Gosh, we have such an exciting episode. Oh my gosh, I have been thrilled. It's been like since the beginning. This is another one of these guests that I've just wanted to have the whole time. And I'm so honored to have Jack Osborne on the show, who's going to be talking to us about his fantastic, spooky paranormal show, Portals to Hell. So we'll get into that. And, uh, we also talk about, you know, I was reading, there was a Rolling Stone article that he has ghosts in his house right now. So we kind of got into that, but he's actually not the only celeb that has been dealing with ghosts in their house because I also found this article. It, well, it was on, you know, several different publications, but I found one on Daily Mail, one of my favorites. Uh, the headline is Christopher Maloney asking $6.5 million as he lists his haunted house that was once the on and off screen home of Ozzy and Harriet. Um, very interesting read. So, and I love the Daily Mail, the way that they word it, they say. 59-year-old Law and Order Special Victims Unit Hunk is asking... million. I need to get on Law & Order. They need a drag queen up in there because I want a $6.5 million house. The house is um, very large. There's lots of pictures all over the internet right now. I actually looked up the address and went to Zillow, which is truly one of my favorite websites, just to see the listing. And Because I was curious, does it say on the listing that it's haunted? But... um, it didn't. I'm sure that the realtor would say that if you uh, were to go check it out. But um, it says in the article that there has been a couple of interesting occurrences over the years. I mean, I'll be honest, it doesn't sound incredibly haunted. It would appear that, um, well, it says right here. Um, So after Ozzy and Harriet Nelson, so three of the owners after them complained of paranormal experiences in the house to their realtor, Billy Rose, um, who told the Los Angeles Times in 2013 um, that people have mentioned an inexplicable rose fragrance popping up in some rooms, as well as locked doors winding up mysteriously ajar. Billy claimed. Ozzy Ozzy Nelson, uh, his toy train set remained in the house as a legacy piece long after his death. And later owners would say that it would randomly turn on at night. The speculation about ghosts became so strong that Billy said that I would always make a disclosure that there was a legend that the house was haunted. Oh, okay. So he does tell people. That's good. Um, So maybe that's pretty haunted. I don't know. It says one other owner hired a medium to make sure that any ghosts in the house were copacetic with the new residents, 
which they supposedly were. So if you have, uh, you know, $6.5 million and you wanted to move to a haunted house with some nice ghosts, possibly, uh, check out these articles. All right. I want to talk to Jack Osborne, who he's one of those rare people that is so perfect for this show because, you know, he's kind of like a, a mixture of showbiz celebrity type people like we often have on the show, but he's also kind of an expert a little in the field. You know, he's had several paranormal shows at this point and he's done so many investigations. So it's, it's, it's a really, there's very few people that are like that. You know, there's him, there's, there's Bridget, uh, Mark Warren, for example, like people like that, that are, you know, they come from showbiz background and now they've kind of gotten into the paranormal world. So it's, it's, um, it's kind of a perfect marriage of things. And so I'm, so excited that I got to talk to him. Um, I sat in my <laughs> my boyfriend's uh, shower recording studio where I've been recording lately and uh, hopped on the phone with Jack Osborne. So here we go. On with the show. Jack, how are you in this crazy time? How's everything going for you? Oh, I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, however, I just got like the news alert that they're going to extend this until like end of July. And it was just like, ugh, so depressing. I know. I know. Are you, did you, are you guys wrapped with filming portals to hell? No, we were midway through season two. We had 11 episodes in the can and we have seven more to do. So every time that they keep extending this quarantine, it's just like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, Okay, I I keep talking to people on this podcast about how grateful I am that at least I'm not quarantined in a haunted house. And then I read that you have ghosts in your house right now. What is going on with that? So I don't know what's going on with my house. Um, <laughs> I oh, Since August of last year, my girlfriend started seeing uh, seeing things like she would wake up and there would be like a woman stood in our bedroom and then it was a child and then it was a hooded figure. And, um, and it was one of those things where she was like, certainly not dreaming. Cause you know, she, she wears glasses. And so she would like wake up and see something and like reach, grab her glasses, put them on. And she could like, it was like, okay, that's still there. Um, oh. and then, I started experiencing things. Um, I started seeing uh, the, the, the hooded figure. And then I woke up in the middle of the night and this woman was stood over me and just like looking at me while I was laying in bed. Uh, like I, I could, uh, if you know, if you put me in touch with a sketch, you know, one of those like police sketch artists, I could like. Describe her. What's she look like? She had long kind of scraggly hair. Um, very, very pale skin, dark circles around her eyes. Her eyes were very black. Um, the weird thing is she, it, she did, most people would tell you, oh, it's the old hag, which is like a common occurrence with like sleep paralysis. Right. Um, but she didn't look that old. Her skin was very smooth, like porcelain. Um, and she, there was a, a cloaked figure stood next to her that at like <gasps> one point when I looked up at her, she looked at me and then looked over at this hooded figure. Um, what? Yeah, I don't do, I, I mean, listen, I'm gonna benefit of the doubt. I could have been like half, half dreaming. I don't know. 
but it's been a really interesting year at my house. And it's my house was built in 2014. So what, what was the land before that? Do you think it was something like that? Or do you think it was something followed you? Um, uh, well, a woman just uh, like a, a woman did live here on this, pro- in this house. There was a, a property here before and they, they tore the house down and I believe she passed away. Although when um, I look it up, it says she didn't die in the house and anything like that. So um, I'm not entirely, and my neighbor said she didn't die in the house, said that she went to like a nursing home. Um, so I don't really know what, what the hell's going on. And it's, it's freaky to a degree, but the interesting thing about doing a go, you know, paranormal show and kind of, you know, working in this field is that you, you kind of, you kind of get somewhat desensitized to the fear. Yeah. And you start to lean more into, for me anyway, I've, I lean way more into the curiosity about like, well, what is it? And why is it here? And what does it want? Versus I'm but even terrified. when you're sleeping, th- that doesn't scare you. Like to me, that's like, if someone's standing in front of my bed when I'm sleeping, dead or not, that's creepy. But that doesn't scare yeah, you? It, I mean, I would be more terrified if they were alive. I'd be like, uh, yeah, right. why is this cloaked man in my bedroom? Um, <laughs> and some goth girl that's a fan of yours. <laughs> I know, exactly. She's like, hey, what, when's the new season airing? <laughs> <laughs> it was me. Okay, listen, I've been wanting you on this podcast. Um, so I'm just, the thing that keeps um because when i started this podcast i'm not an expert i'm uh you know i'm just someone that's very curious about this stuff and i have been shocked to learn that it's not always the fact that you know somebody died in the house sometimes like ghosts can just follow you or they can just appear out of nowhere and that's the thing that trips me out so that's i mean is that something that concerns you these you go to these portals to hell and something coming back with you yeah, I mean, you know, I we th- there is that belief of attachments. Um, you know, I I kind of I don't necessarily think I have an attachment. I kind of think that whatever this energy is, it knows when you're looking for it. After a while, like mm. it's it's almost like uh, you know I have my antenna up, and I've and I've done so many different like ceremonies with different like psychics and mystics and people who are you know, shot, you know, healers and this and that. Like, I wonder if like through that they've kind of, you know, I'm like a, a lighthouse a little bit. I don't yeah. know. I think it's theoretical. Uh, oh, and everything in this field is fringe science and theoretical. And, you know, right. we have no, no real answers. We just have kind of a best guesstimate of what it is that we're encountering. Well, I was just watching your sister, Kelly, talking about like kind of exploring her um, psychic abilities and being empathic. And do you find that you also have a little bit of that? No, I I actually I don't think I'm like an empath at all. Uh, If anything, I probably, um, you know, my my girlfriend would tell you I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) Um, I I, for me, because I kind of put up a wall. Um, you know, but I think, oh, man, I don't know. I, I would, I would love to sit here and be like, yes, my, my powers are strengthening over the last <laughs> two years, but I don't, I don't necessarily, 
I think it go it come you have to kind of come at this with like what's your driving force and my driving force was ne has never been to kind of be a channeler or an empath or a medium it's it's just been to all right what's going on and can we get some kind of data and evidence of these alleged you know happenings right right so okay when i i'm such a fan of portals to hell and i i have so many i mean so many great like when i tell people about it i always tell them that you guys have the best psychics or like, yeah, you know we, i we we definitely do i'm so like jaw dropped by michelle and cindy how I mean, you have had, you how have you not had michelle on this show i need to oh she is the michelle is she's like a she's from the matrix there's no other way to say it she's like the oracle in the matrix i feel like she would i mean when i tell her that i'm in full drag as i'm doing all my interviews she could probably tell me um are you sure about that because i can see that you're wearing pajamas and an old uh t-shirt from high school um, probably she probably could yes this is <laughs> without a doubt no, so, Michelle, Michelle quite possibly is like one of my, like whenever, whenever like, you know, we book her on an episode, I'm always like, yes, things are going to get weird. Cause she just like, she taps into a, a, a an energy stream, which I just, I, I don't even comprehend. It's insane. And like putting her blindfolded and just being able to figure it out. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, but when we talk about like, portals to hell which you know i love that the show is you guys kind of explore all different kinds of of hauntings but you know a lot of them it seems like so many of these places are you know ha nice haunted houses and then people are going in there and they're they're doing black magic like are they opening the portal is that sort of what's been ha like it seems like i can think of a couple of different locations where it seems that they found you know candles and people in cloaks or whatever yeah i mean it, it it seems i mean it's very much like you know whether people realize what they're doing is good or bad whatever but like it does seem like that is happen it happens in an awful lot of the locations we go to and i like, don't know why i i mean i feel like i have a pretty good grasp of it but what do you why do you think that like, what is that? So, you know, when you do a seance or a Ouija board, like what's the, what's the difference? You think people are straight up trying to get demons conjured up? Yeah, I think it's, I think people think it's kind of fun and cool to, to kind of tap dance and, you know, into that realm because it's, you, I mean, here's the thing. I think there's just as many cool things that happen with positive energies as they do as negative, but people just feel like, Oh, if it's negative, it must be real. Well, what about inviting something positive in, you know, like that, that can be real, but I just don't think it's as, it's as, you know, people like to go to haunted houses cause they like, you know, it's this weird scare factor that we kind of lean into right? Um, versus running away from it. I, I think it's silly. I mean, have I done Ouija boards and participated in certain rituals? Yes, but nine out of 10 times, I've had an expert in the room with me that knows how to shut it down, control it, and you know, and keep, keep things kind of in the right place. So you think people are just sort of, they just, 
they kind of open it up and then they're just like, all right, I'm out of here. And then, yeah. you know, let the building deal with it. Absolutely. That's absolutely think, what I think goes on. Now, I, I was raised Catholic and I'm always like, I mean, I'm not a practicing Catholic at all, but I have like ingrained in my head the idea of demons and hell and what that means. I mean, is that, do you think that that's what we're dealing with when you talk about portals to hell? You know, it's kind of like, you know, I've been, I've been batting around ideas with Katrina lately, you know, and, and one idea is, you know, our, so much of evil is a social construct, right? Like what we would perceive to be, okay, you, you're, you are a drag queen. You are dressed in drag right now. If you were to go to other parts of the country, they would see you as evil and they would want to do great bodily harm to you, right? Right. Our society looks at that and goes, that's screwed up. That's evil. Hell no. Like, why Why is that? Like, And so it's a social construct at that point. Mm. Um, you know, because their belief is what, the, you know. And, and so for me, I go, well, the, the Catholic perception of hell and demonology and demons is their social construct. Now, is it... Are we all putting, you know, are we all looking at the same sun through different windows, meaning is evil evil and they're just choosing to put a face and a name to certain aspects of it, therefore giving it an identity and making it real or is it, is it real? And, you know, it's, it's like a very, it's, is it chicken or egg? Is it so, so kind of layered, but. Are we, because we're wanting it to be real, are we making it real, ultimately? Right. So, I mean, it could be the same, the exact same thing that everyone's talking about. It's just that, in their belief, it could be uh, underground in fiery pits. And, you know, it could also just be something that's just an energy penetrating this earth at times. I mean, I mean, it could be many different, or it could be a drag queen. It could be all different <laughs> kinds of things. <laughs> by the way, I'm not saying drag by any means drag queens are evil at all. I'm not oh, saying honey, that. you I can I can direct you to a few. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm always curious because I'm such a, a longtime fan of watching these kinds of shows. Like, what is what is the schedule like? Like, what do you? I mean, are you are you guys doing? from place to place like a tour situation or do you kind of just like do a couple and then come back i mean obviously a quarantine happens and that kind of changes things but generally are you guys like bouncing around so i try and come home every weekend because uh the kids so i will we will often shoot monday through thursday and then i'm on a flight friday and then leave again sunday so oh wow uh, but we'll do two weeks out and then one week home, three weeks out, one week home. That's a normal schedule. Um, and it's, I mean, those three week hits, uh, those are tough on the soul because at the end of the day, you know, we're dealing with really macabre subject matters and it's, and you're constantly on edge in these really creepy environments. And it, like it, it saps the energy. Right. And what is, I mean, what are like the hours? Like, are you guys there for like a full day and then yeah. you just go back and come back? 12 hour production days, you know, that's kind of, I mean, Katrina and I, I were, were realistically needed for, you know, nine of those 12 hours, but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a full day. There is, and I'll tell you what, it is not a overly luxurious, um, 
production. It's not like we're making, um, you know, Avatar 2 where we've got <laughs> nice comfy trailers and five-star chefs. It's Chili's and, you know, Motel 6. <laughs> oh my God, that must be so exciting for those small towns to have you guys come in there. Are you, um, when you go back to your hotel though, are you like... I don't even know how, because when I've gone ghost hunting, the second I go home, I'm like, okay, that ghost is thinking about me. That ghost is waiting for me to come back. <laughs> That's, I can't, I cannot unwind from that. Like, what do you, I'm always, I'm also always curious about people that work in this field, like them as humans. Like what, like when you, when you're done rap, like when you're done shooting, are you just sort of like, can you, can you unwind from that? Or are you just like still caught up in it? Oh, I, I definitely will will check out. Like I will I don't really watch horror, anything spooky or scary when I'm away working. You know, I'll watch The Office and, you know, some, you know, lighthearted stuff. I mean, Katrina will all she's always watching Golden Girls when she's in her in her mm. hotel room. That's like her her jam. Um and you tend to just kind of focus on healthy things and try and get some exercise in and try and find a decent meal somewhere. But it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a real weird, I've never done, I've never worked in TV like this because it's such a, um, it's cause it's so consuming spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. But I mean, you're like literally pioneer of the medium. Like you're one of the first people to do, this kind of, um, you know, uh, unscripted docus series. Um, I mean, do you, are you so used to it at this point that it just seems normal? Yeah, to a degree. I mean, it's, I mean, between, you know, I was trying to count how many, it's like, been like 20 years that you've been yeah. doing this. Yeah. It'll be, it'll That's be insane. It, yeah. 19 years. It's I've been working in TV. And so it's kind of weird to be like, Oh, I'm, 34 I've been working for 19 years in a craft I mean it is kind of interesting because I you know it is all I know it's all I kind of know how to do which is you know make reality shows um but it's you know I don't know it's it it's kind of like all, all I know at this point I would love to be able to kind of do something else but at this point I'm like I'm 20 years in let's just see how long we how much longer we can ride this for well, you're good at it, and, oh, and I appreciate I mean, that. Yeah, it it's wonderful to watch. Um, I also another thing I love about it is the equipment you guys use. I mean, how do you how do you choose? Like, now we're going to use this. Now we're going to use that. Is um, it sort of case by case? It's it's case by case, and as weird as this sounds, it's well, what did we use in other like what's what's what have people seen us use right now? Um, because a lot of times it's, you know, viewers at home, they want to see new things. And, you know, we have so many different tools and little things and, you know, object. And we have, we have like the biggest box of tricks imaginable. Um, and so it's, you know, we want to, we want to keep things exciting for viewers at home. And sometimes that stuff gets results. Other times it's just like, eh. Like at uh, at Thomas House, we had this new like EMF. I forgot even what it was called. But I was like, oh, this newfangled great piece of tech, and our camera guys rigged up a camera to like always be monitoring the dials on it, and uh, and the thing just didn't ever work. And then we were investigating the location, and we walked past an air conditioning unit, 
and something right. about the air conditioning like blowing charged air like set this thing off and everyone was like oh and i'm like no this is the this is the air conditioning well there's also like that chance of the energy shutting things down like i think that happened was it the fort um william henry i think you guys were having issues huge huge battery problems yeah everything we were getting drains left and right it was weird and that's and that's something that is baffling to me when you see when you're like i just put a brand new fully charged you know camera battery in this thing should have you know four hours of use and it's now reading zero I know somebody that can do that. Like really? they have that ability. They can like make lights go out. Like they can <laughs> actually like shut it off. It's crazy. And it, I've seen it. And it's not Dumbledore with his magic light sucking device. It isn't. No, oh. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> and and it, like this person will just at command will do it. She. We were doing a live show and we had a device that uh, stopped working, and uh, she. I don't know. She has, she can do, I don't, I don't think she can do it on command, but she can do it. There's a term for it. I can't think of what it is, but, um, no, you guys, I also love some Jedi stuff, right? It's like a big spirit box. What's that thing that you guys use? Ah, the, 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 uh, Katrina's geoport. Geoports. That thing is good. That that thing freaks me out, man. And I, for the longest time, we're like, no, that's BS. That's just us kind of, searching for you know we're like descrambling mumble jumble to try and find it this is all in our head and one day we were doing an investigation and katrina said how many people are in the room right now and the thing turned around and went nine and there were <laughs> nine people stood in the room <laughs> and I, was like, well, oh. I mean that's another compliment i'll give to the show is that from watching so many years of these shows i mean i I have a special place in my heart for EVPs and um, you know, it's sort of a joke at this point that so many shows it's like, really, that's not, that doesn't really sound like that, but you guys have good EVPs. Like you guys actually, they always sound exactly like what you guys think that they're sounding like. Yeah, no, it's, 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 that's what I love so much about our show is that we like, I, and my sh- and our showrunner Elaine and Katrina and I, we all kind of were like, we want to make a paranormal show that we would want to watch. And yes. I'm s- and I'm sick of like grown ass men screaming and running down hallways of old abandoned prisons <laughs> and like freaking out. I'm like, guys, after like, you know, however many double digit seasons of whatever paranormal show you're on, you're still freaking out like that. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> like I get spooked big time. I'll get spooked all day long, but I'm not, I mean, not like that. It's just like, and then when they get evidence, they're like, oh my, it's like, dude, like poke holes in it, figure it out. Go like, is this real? How could this be real? Could have been the wind? Could it, there's something, you know, was there a creaky floorboard? Like, like it, it just, it frustrates me. But the good yeah. thing is, it gives us the opportunity to kind of do our, do how we do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, what does scare you? Like what, what paranormal, paranormal wise, like what, what, what can, what's gotten you? 
Um, I, I think it's the times we've had the jump scares, like when we've had um, big bangs, like when we've had certain things happen in the, which would allude to some kind of um, aggressive energy that freaks me out. And ultimately like, it's just the feels. Sometimes you go to places and it's just like everything in you is like, get out. I was absolutely terrified at Eastern state penitentiary. Like everything in my core was like, leave here now, go back to your hotel and go to bed. Like, don't, don't be, don't be here. And I had like, I, we had a lot of intense experiences there. I saw a shadow walk out of one cell into another. I saw, um, you know, we went up to the death row area and this light started violently swinging right above my head. And then I had a very strange experience. And it's one of the only times it's ever happened where I looked into an area of the prison, which would have been like the guiding hall. And, um, I had like a full, it was like, I don't want to say a vision because I didn't see it. It was like, it was like if someone implanted a memory in my head and I saw like in this memory, a guy walk to the window and like lean like up against the window and look at me. And I saw like the room full of people sat down eating and it was the weirdest experience I've ever had. I can't quite, I don't even know what it was. Whoa. It was like someone inserted a memory into my head. Were you like out of it or were you just no. sort of, it was just sort of happening in real just time? Po- just poking around and we walked, I walked into this area and I, and I looked through this window and it was like, as if like, think about when, like, I don't know what you like, when was the last, like, did you go do a grocery run last week or whatever? Like, think about that memory of, like, just walking through the grocery store and, like, just seeing shit. Like, that's what popped into my head. Wow. It felt like I had witnessed something there before, and I was remembering what I saw last time I was there. Do you, I mean, it's kind of a stupid question, but do you have any way of rationalizing that? Or do you have any, like, explanation of how that can happen? Um... Maybe imagination, you know, maybe that, that I, I would say a rational could be, you know, maybe you were just imagining of what a scene in this dining hall would have been like from, you know, 1935. But I, here's the crazy thing. Like the guy that I can, I can still see the guy, guy's face that looked at me and he came right up to the window and he put one, he put his, like, he put one hand up on like the vertical part of the window, like where there would have been bars one hand on like the window sill and just kind of like peered up to the window and like looked at me and he had these really um he had a really pronounced like widow's peak bolding on top very gaunt face um and he just kind of looked at me and like turned back to the table that was full of people sat around eating Oh my and I God. don't, but, and it was a thing, like, I didn't see it with my own eyes, but it was like this memory like popped into my head. Yeah. Were you able to find like a picture of that guy by any chance? Nope. Didn't find a picture. Looked through tons of stuff around. I was like, did I maybe see a picture of this guy? And I'm just imagining that this is what he would have done. I mean, I, and then I, you know, I, we spoke to a, a medium and I was like, what could that have been? And, and, you know, she said that 
sometimes, you know, residual energy can appear um, as a memory. Do you want to uh, listen to some ghost voices? Yes. (laughs) It is time for... EVPs? Or EV please. Okay, Jack. <laughs> I this is what I do. I go to YouTube and I look for EVPs of various places. Now, I decided to go to places that you guys have been on portals to hell because you know other people on YouTube have also been there and they've caught some things. And so um I'm just basically gonna play these EVPs and I want you to guess either what you hear or uh what the what the ghost hunter might believe it says, and I'll give you a couple of options. So this first one is from somebody on YouTube named Mike Robbins, and it is at uh, the Iron Island Museum in the basement, which... Yeah, I've been there. I've been to that creepy basement. In Buffalo, right? Is that where it was? Buffalo, New York? Yeah. Yeah, Buffalo, yeah. Okay. What do you hear? This is kind of hard to do over the phone, but we'll try it. What do you hear? this goes saying yeah play it again okay i don't want you to i don't want you to yeah it's kind of a whisper yeah Um, okay i don't want you i don't want you to leave i don't want you to leave okay well here it's going to be one of these options. This is what they believe it said. Is it A, ayahuasca? <laughs> B, I don't like you. C, I don't work here. Or D, I know Wycliffe. Maybe they knew, you know, they wanted to let you know that they know the singer Wycliffe. I, I hear I don't want you to leave, but I can see I don't work here is what they might have thought. Now, who who haunted that one again? Was that there was a little kid in that one? There was everything from like a like a demonic entity, like a huge big black shape with like you know like a full on like devil figure. Um, there was a little right. girl. There was I mean, there's a lot because the place was a uh, a funeral a funeral home for a while, so right. lots of bodies were embalmed there and and all that. So I mean, when they moved in, there was like they found like shelves and shelves of unclaimed ashes. Wow. Um, well, they believe it says, I don't like you, which I, I can kind of hear too. Yeah. I don't like you. I don't like it. I don't. I see, but here. I, but, but like at the end, like you hear moving around, but it almost sounds like it cuts off. Like, I don't want you to leave, but I could hear, I don't like you. Yeah, wait, one more time. It's definitely I don't something. Yeah. Um, Okay, here's one more. This is from somebody on YouTube named ARC Ohio, and it is at Bobby Mackey's, a classic. Yeah. Wilder, Kentucky. No, I haven't. I'm too scared. Yeah, that place is some woogie boogie there for sure. Yeah, um, this is in the well room. Um, and tell me what you think this ghost is saying. What? 
Okay, wait. This is sort of a deep, spooky voice. Right. You can like kind of barely hear it. Here, one more time. I can't pick that out. I know it's hard. Um, is it a chocolate milk? It's sort of like it <laughs> sounds like that kind of voice. Chocolate. I'm doing a great impression. Chocolate milk. <laughs> B. Don't go there. C. Choke on this. Or D. It's just nothing. Um, wait, here, let me play it again. I mean, is it don't go through that? It's, they believe it's choke on this, which I can, I mean, it's definitely easy. <laughs> Maybe he's a freak. Listen. He's like, totally. He's like, uh, he's like machine from, was it machine from, uh, eight millimeter? You ever see that he, film? I have not seen that film, uh, but that's, I, that, that's a, that's a dark film. It's okay. It's, it's definitely easier to hear with headphones on. Let me play it one more time. Okay. Choke on this. Yeah. I kind of hear it. I, I have to ask just because people that listen to the show know that my favorite TV show of all time is celebrity ghost stories and especially like the old format of the storytelling. Um, and you were on it and you told the story about the haunted house that your family lived in in England. Do you, is your family, do they still own that house? Do you guys still live there? Yeah, they, they do. And okay, so I'm going to give you a bit of trickery. What they ended up doing was, because we had two houses we lived in, which were haunted. The house in England, which my family still owns, and the other one, which was in Malibu, which was a beach house my parents owned for like five or six years. Um, and like a, some music producer owns it now. Um, but yes, and both places are still very odd. But wait, what do you mean they did some trickery? So they kind of said, hey, listen, it's too confusing. Can we just blend the story to where it makes it sound like it's all one house? Because they're uh, like, so they kind of did that versus differentiating one thing happened at one house in Malibu, in Malibu and one thing happened at a house in, in England. Um, got it. So what's, what's going on at the house that you guys have in England? So my, my, very, my best friend who I grew up with he will house sit for us in England when people that work there you know, are on vacation. And he just had a baby. And this is very recently. Uh, he just had a baby and he, she woke up in the middle of the night and he went in there with his wife and they were just kind of getting her back to sleep and he was helping out. And it was like three or four o'clock in the morning and they could hear someone singing in the house, a female voice and someone singing. And what? they didn't say anything to each other at the moment. And then when they went and got back into bed, they were like, did you hear that? And they were like, they both were like, yep, the singing. So that happened recently. Um, Kelly had some stuff like fly off the shelf of her bathroom while she was in there. Like not just fall off, like launch across the room. Um, you know, I, it's one of those places where when you're alone in that house, it is terrifying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, we've, I mean, we've had the house for a million years and that now the current owner of the house in Malibu, we just got, I got a message on Instagram from the guy's mother saying, Hey, did you ever experience anything paranormal here? Because this place just goes off. 
And I was like, absolutely. And I kind of shared with her on Instagram, like everything that happened to me there. Which is what? Can you give us a, a story of what the, happened there? That was the place where my dad and I both saw the girl with long, dark hair go running down the stairs. Oh, my God. Do you think it's the yeah. same girl that's that visited you in the middle of the night? Oh, maybe it's my maybe this girl is like my guardian angel, but yet very evil looking. <laughs> I mean, it could be. <laughs> no, I don't. Man, I don't know. I, I put it. I don't I don't think so. It doesn't feel like the same energy. You know, it doesn't feel like the same person to me. Um, but I do think that uh, that Malibu house was haunted as shit. Oh my god! Well, you seem to be one of these people that the ghosts just love. They can't get enough. I don't, man. I, you know, I actually I kind of disagree because when when I'm on, it's I never have the craziest stuff happen on investigations. It's usually pretty. You know, every probably fifth time we go out, does something like earth shattering, like an Iron Island when the flashlight turned on, or yes. that. The, the hell house in, um, in Texas when it sounded like someone beat the wall with a baseball bat. Um, it, so it's, it's kind of like, I guess the stuff that gets me really like freaked is, um, I guess, every fifth investigation, really. Well, I just so appreciate you taking the time. Can you tell people, uh, you know, where the show is, where to find you, everything sure. that's going on? Absolutely. So Portals to Hell is on Thursday nights at 10 p.m. on Travel Channel. Um, and you can also download the um, Travel uh, Travel Channel Go app uh, for free. And you can check it out there, too, at, at your own uh, leisure. Leisure, however you say it. Thank you, Jack Osborne. Again, make sure you're watching Portals to Hell. I absolutely love it. And uh, if you're a fan of the show, we also had Katrina... Weidman, his uh, co-host on the show last year at some point. So you can go back and listen to Katrina. She is a icon of the paranormal TV field. Uh, she's done so many different shows and investigated practically everywhere. So she has great stories as well. So go check that out. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Roz Dresfiles, Venmo, Queen Roz. Join the Facebook group Ghosted by Roz Dresfiles. There's been, oh my gosh, that reminds me. There is some insane stuff that is in Facebook group right now. I, you know, I've talked already that it seems like ghosts right now are kind of going crazy with everybody being quarantined. Well, there's been some more. There's been some videos and photos. I don't know how recent all this stuff actually was. I mean, it was posted recently, but there is, uh, let me find it. There was a video of a, what do you call those? Like a nest camera, like an outdoor security camera, ring camera. Um, let's see who posted that. It was so crazy. There's like an orb that, literally looks like a person walking. Oh, it was Megan. Megan, thank you for posting it. Um, she said that her friend uh, had taken this video and you should check it out. There's also a, a human being walking in it that it seems we cannot tell if that human being is a ghost or alive. And Tracy, thank you for posting this photo in there that... <laughs> It took me, I spent a little bit of time staring at this photo. It's of Emmett Kelly, who 
was, um, I, I know because I come from the clown world. I love, I have a weird obsession with clowns because my family comes from clown. It's a whole nother podcast, but anyway, there's a photo of a legendary clown named Emmett Kelly Jr. Who it was a, a family friend of Tracy's and there's a ghost in the Tracy also posted a great story about the ghost in this photo, but I couldn't figure it out. Could not find the ghost. And then somebody in the comments said, Oh, you got to check out the woman's hair in the picture. You'll see an eyeball. And I looked at it and I threw my phone across the room. So uh, check that out, but don't do it before bedtime because it's terrifying. Um, so enjoy the Facebook group and uh, please rate the show five stars on Apple podcast. And if you have a ghost story, you can leave it there or uh, you could just write a nice review if you like. And um, I love you guys both living and dead. But if I didn't ask you to haunt me, don't haunt me. Okay. Bye. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.